Welcome to From Passion to Profit, Heart-Centered Strategies for Fit Pros, the podcast designed exclusively for fitness professionals driven by their passion to help others and the desire to succeed. I'm your host, Nicola Page, and I'm excited to have you join me. Each week, myself and guest speakers will be sharing strategies and tactics to help you attract and retain clients whilst creating a business that gives you the freedom, flexibility, and financial security you want. Ultimately, it's all about creating a successful small business that works for you as much as it does for your clients. I'm really pleased you're listening today, so let's dive straight in. Welcome to From Passion to Profit, where we talk about all things related to managing and creating a successful health and fitness business. I'm your host, Nicola Page, and in this episode, we'll be looking at the power of testimonials. Why are they so important? And the different ways that you can use them that you may or may not be aware of. And how do you get testimonials that give much more of an impact, that really compel people to want to now work with you? So why are testimonials so important? If somebody is going to come along and they've never heard of you or ever seen you before, you have to build the no like and trust factors in order for somebody to go from cold to being a paying client. And one way in which we can accelerate that process is by building trust. And we do that with what's called in the marketing world, social proof. Social proof is where other people, not you, are talking about how great you are, i.e. testimonials. You might call them testimonials, success stories, all the same thing. So having testimonials in your marketing, whichever type of marketing you're doing, is crucial. Okay, it's a fundamental part of creating your whole marketing strategy. So if you are not already using testimonials and you have got clients, have had clients who've got results, you 100% want to be starting to gather those testimonials, those success success stories already. And at the end, I'll give you some pointers about how do you get, what questions should you ask them to get the more impactful wording? I mean, it's one thing somebody saying, oh, Nicola was amazing. You know, she's really great, knows what she's talking about. That doesn't really do it. It's nice. It's a bit of an ego rub, but it doesn't compel somebody to want to go on and work with you. So what questions do you need to ask people to get more impactful ones? So testimonials, as I've said, are a great way to accelerate that no like, and trust. It's the social proof that we need. But how do you use testimonials? There's loads of different ways. So let me just go through a few ways with you of how you can actually use testimonials, be a bit creative with them, and use one testimonial in so many different ways. But where you need to be putting these testimonials are, as I've said, on your marketing that you're doing. So it could be if you're doing flyers or you have posters. I know that's all a bit old school, but trust me, they work when they're put in the right places. And in fact, flyers and posters can work extremely well because the majority of people have stopped doing that now because they're too focused on social media. So utilize that. Again, gone off on a tangent slightly there, but 
testimonials. <laughs> Let's bring it back to what I was talking about. Make sure your flyers and posters have a testimonial on them. If you're doing a flyer, you want a testimonial on the front and you want one on the back. You, if you've, So two different ones. If you've only got the same one, fine, put it on front and back. You want to don't ever, ever, ever have a flyer that's got nothing on the back of it. That is a complete waste of marketing space. You want to utilize it. You might be doing, have some referral invitations. Make sure you've got a testimonial on that. If you're doing email campaigns, particularly if you are doing the campaign where you are, let's say you're emailing your list because you want them to buy something from you. Maybe you've launched something new. You want to make sure that you use testimonials in in the body of the email. You can even put a PS at the bottom or in your signature. You could just have a standard a, a testimonial from somebody. So no matter who gets your emails, there's always already a testimonial in there. Google reviews. These are another way for you to get testimonials. Important part for you to be able to get for your. Uh, kind of organic reach with your website. Make sure, are you are you using Google Google reviews? Are you asking people to leave them? Make sure you're maximizing there. If somebody has left you a Google review, take that information and use it on your flyers, use it in your email campaigns. Just maximize and leverage what you've already got. On your website, make sure that you've got testimonials weaved in through your different pages and then have a dedicated page that's all related to testimonial success stories. If you're creating a landing page or a sales page, put testimonials on there. Social media posts, you can use testimonials. You can ha- literally have a what just a post, it, it literally just says what that individual has quoted. Or you could do it more as like a case study approach. Here's how I worked with my client, Nicola. This is what she said at the end of it. So you can maximize again. You can do put a slightly different slant on how you use your testimonial on social media. If you're doing ads, put a testimonial in the copy. If that's whether that's paid ad or whether you're doing that as more like an organic ad where you're you'll get want people to take action. Click here to sign up to your taster class. Before they do that part of that word, it says click here, put a snippet of a testimonial in there. And I've said, make sure you've got it in your email signatures. And then another way to use testimonials is more in the sales process. So everything I've just said there was primarily to do with marketing, getting people to you in the first place. Once they've had an experience with you and you now want to get them to sign up to a membership or a, a program or a package, Use testimonials there. So if you physically hand something out, maybe you do in-person face-to-face classes or sessions and you give them an offer sheet or some kind of a physical resource that you're handing them out where they're going to, you know, they've got their options available available to them, how much it costs, etc. Make sure you've got testimonials on there. It's that social proof again. If you're doing things where you're getting people to sign up and you send them via an email, make sure you've got testimonials in that email. They're really powerful and they're very, very underused. There are different types of 
ways of doing your testimonials as well. So that those are places where you can use them. I wonder how many of those that I've just listed out, how many of those are you actually using? There's probably a lot more that you could be doing. And remember, on social media, if, if you think, well, I've done a, I've recently done a testimonial social media post a week or two weeks ago, maybe I can't do another, can't do that same one again. Yes, you can. You absolutely can. Because the chances are with the algorithm, not everybody saw that post in the first place. And even if they did, we have to hear the same message over and over and over again before it sinks in. In marketing terms, there's stats rights. Anything between 17 and 21 times, whatever the up-to-date stats are, 17 to 21 times, somebody has to see that same message before they go, oh, I'm going to do something about that. I'm going to take the action that person wants me to take. So you can repeat them again because not everybody saw it in the first place. If you've got a number of different testimonials, then maximize on that. But there are different ways you can do testimonials. You can have the written version. So you can have written versions in your emails. You can have them on your website. You can have them on your social media posts. And you can also have video. Video, particularly on social media, is really powerful. That could be that you are asking that person questions. It doesn't have to be, you know, an amazing looking video. It could just be you holding up your, your iPhone. You're on the other side of the phone. The, the video is pointing at your client and you're asking them the questions. Tell me, you know, what made you come to this taster class? What was going on? And they answer. It could just be literally as simple as that. It doesn't have to be professionally shot video. That will do the job. But video is really powerful. So you could think about how you could use your written testimonials and who you could ask to get who would be willing to do video. Some people are, oh, I don't want to be on camera. But if you are there just, you know, you set your, your phone up, you put it, and then you're there just having a chat with that client, asking them questions, they maybe feel much more comfortable to do that. You could do it on Zoom. You could set up a meeting with that client, record the Zoom session. You're just there having a chat, asking them specific questions. Great. Now you've got your video testimonial. Where are you going to use it? You could use it on your social media post. You can put it on your website. You could embed that within a landing page or a sales page. You can put it in your email campaigns. You could use videos if you've got a podcast. You could do sorry, not videos on your podcast, you can do interview style testimonials on a podcast. It's it's unlimited with the different ways that you can use testimonials. But the main thing is, is to do it, is to maximize on them. Now, when it comes to testimonials that you're going to use Let's say you are trying to fill, um, you've got a taster class running or you're offering a seven-day trial. Whatever your, what I call your hook is, your first step in, whether it's free or whether it's a low-cost thing, the thing that you want people to do first, first of all, your testimonials should be ideally about the thing that you're asking them to do as opposed to working with you for six months. So if you were 
let's stick with the doing a free taster class. Okay, you're promoting that in your marketing. The testimonial that you use should be from somebody talking about their experience of the free taster class in an ideal world. Now, the chances are you probably haven't got those. And if you haven't, and that is your, your, what you're offering, you need to start to build those because it's congruent with what you are offering and what that person is saying. Sometimes, and I mean, if you haven't got that, you can still use other testimonials for now, but make it your aim to get testimonials that are specific and literally refer to the thing that you are trying to get them to say yes to. So I hope that makes sense. And then when it comes to you now getting people to now go on and buy a membership, a program or package, now you can have the testimonials as part of the sales process that are now talking about how the results they've got from working with you. Okay, so it's it's you taking people step by step with your testimonials. But what do you ask? If you if you leave it open to people just, you know, if you said, oh, would you do me a favor and just write me a testimonial, the chances are what you're going to get back is, Nicola was great. She's really great to work with. I love her classes. They're amazing. You should really try a class. Not very impactful. So what you want to do is create, say, three, four, maximum of five questions that you could get your clients to answer. Or if they've come to a taster session and then they've signed up, get them to answer the questions about the experience that they've just had. You know, what, for example, what led them to doing the thing that they've just experienced, whether it's a taste or whether it's they've just signed up to a program. What's going on? What was going on for them? Why are they now in this situation? Because there will be other people, more of your ideal clients that will resonate with that. So what led them to this point? Did they have any worries or concerns about the thing that your the testimonials related to? Were they, you know, did they think there's going to be too unfit? Were they worried that they didn't know anybody or did they, you know, did they have concerns about how much it costs? Because again, your ideal clients or other ideal clients that you don't know yet, your prospective clients will have the same concerns and worries. It will resonate with them. What was that what was the experience that they had? What was that like? If they came to a, a consultation with you, how did that help them? What was that experience like? So it really showcases the value of doing the thing you want them to do. What did they did? What did they take from it? What did they enjoy the most? Did they have any light bulb moments? Did they feel any differently at, at the end of it? And what would they say to somebody who was thinking about? doing the thing but wasn't sure if they should what would they say to somebody in that instance so you've got four examples of questions that you can ask there but that will then create a much more impactful testimonial now it might be quite wordy you might have to strip it down but you could use testimonials you know if you if you pulled out the bit about the concerns and the worries you could take that part out of the testimonial and use that in on social media to say what the most common concerns and worries my ideal clients have are this here's what Nicola said here's what Jane said here's what Paul said and this is what they said at the end so you it really allows you to leverage 
your testimonials in in so many ways. So let let me just summarize what we've covered here because um, the power of testimonials is huge. There is so much power in it. And what I see is they're very much underused. It gives us that social proof. It accelerates the trust. It's a very, very important part of your marketing. There are lots of different ways for you to use them. There were you know, emails on your website, on your social media posts. You can use written. You, you can use video. You can take out snippets of a testimonial and use it in a, in a specific context. And remember, not all testimonials are good ones. Just saying how great you are, good for your ego, not really going to get people over the line. The purpose of a testimonial is for somebody to read it and go, oh, that's what I'm worried about. That's where I am right now. Oh, and they felt like this or they got these results. I want that. Let me do what this person is telling me I need to do and book in that consultation or go to that class or buy that thing because I want to feel and be able to do what this person has just said they've achieved. That's what a testimonial is for. So you need to make sure that you ask the right questions to get the answers that make have the biggest impact. So I hope you found this useful and that it has got you thinking about the different ways that you can use the testimonials you've already got or maybe you look at your testimonials and go, yeah, I need to go back to those clients and ask different questions to get better testimonials. And it's got you thinking about where you're going to be able to use them. They leverage the power of testimonials. Make a list of the clients that you've got right now, or maybe, maybe they're ex-clients. Go reach out to them, go back to them, and ask them if they would kindly answer a few questions. Or would they be happy to do a video testimonial with you or jump on Zoom? Do a, you know, just you're just going to ask them a few questions that you happen to be recording. You'll edit that and you'll use it as a testimonial. But make it as simple as possible for them to give you what you need rather than leaving it. Would you mind taking a few minutes just to um, write me a testimonial? Some people just don't know what to say. And therefore, it's going to be, she was great, loved it. You should do it. Not helpful. So if you found this session useful, and hopefully you have, would you do me a huge favor? Would you go over and leave a review? Would you tell me in that, right in that review what you got from this, how it's helped you in some way, what it's got you thinking about, so that more people when they read that review go, I need to listen to that episode. So I'd love for you to be able to leave a review and don't forget, make sure that you subscribe so you get notifications of all the other episodes that are coming out with even more nuggets to share. So I've been your host, Nicola Page. Thank you very much for listening and I'll see you next time on the next episode. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to From Passion to Profit. I've been your host, Nicola Page. And I'm on a mission to help as many fit pros as I can to create successful small businesses. And the best way for me to do that is to get this podcast out to as many fit pros as possible. I'd be really grateful you could help me to do that by sharing and leaving a review. And if you're looking for more personal support and strategies to help you grow your business, come and join our Health and Fitness Business Members Club. 
It's an extremely low-cost membership that gives you huge value each month. There's no long-term commitment. You can just simply cancel at any time. All the links on how to join the club are in the show notes.